0: Hi and welcome to Cello Chats. I'm your host, Liz Lee, otherwise known as Cello and I'm here to talk about tips and tools to help you on your cello journey. Hello! Welcome to episode six of Cello Emoji Chats. And today I wanted to address a very common question I get, which is how much should we be practicing our cello? And this question has so many different answers and every teacher you talk to is going to have a different opinion on this. Uh, There are definitely teachers out there who say you must practice every day that ends in Y, which translates to every day. But if you are an adult with a life and work and kids and um, things other than cello practice that you have to worry about, sometimes practicing every day is just not possible. Now, for kids, I would say that there is something to be said for having that routine, being able to just practice a little bit every day and you get that improvement. Um, I read somewhere once that, you could store up all these hours of practicing and it only takes basically one day of not practicing to cancel out like half of those hours of practicing. Now, that may be pretty extreme, but there is something to be said for not doing what I call cram practicing. Uh, I don't find cram practicing very effective. So what I mean by that is if a kid has a chair test the next day or... um there's an audition coming up or a concert and, you know, there's all this time before to practice, to prepare for it, but you don't. And then like the night before or a couple days before you suddenly decide to practice like a million hours just to try to make up for lost time. And, uh, speaking from experience too, that does not work. Uh, It doesn't prepare you for those stressful situations. It doesn't prepare your body for relying on things like muscle memory. So that is definitely one thing I recommend not to do. So back to the question of how much should you be practicing? Well, let's put it this way. If you are a beginner, most of the beginner songs take maybe 30 seconds to play through. Um, Okay, maybe like a minute or two tops. And that's even going slowly through the song. So when you are practicing, you should always set a goal for yourself. Ask yourself, if I was to perform this song tomorrow, would I be ready to do so? Now, that may be a little bit of an extreme viewpoint on it, but too often I say to a student, okay, how did you feel like you did? And they'll be like, well, it was okay. And then I say, what if you were to perform this tomorrow? They'd be like, oh no, I need to work on X, Y, and Z. And I think that's a really good way of just asking and having them come up with the answer. If a student or your child just answers, well, it was okay, or it was good enough, or it was close enough, then you should really ask the question, is that really what you want to strive for when you are playing the cello? just good enough or close enough is going to get you to a certain level, but it's not going to help you improve on your instrument. And this is true for basically anything that you do. I mean, in math tests or tests in school, I don't know why I picked math, but (laughs) in tests in school, there really is no like, oh, that's good enough. It's either the right answer or the wrong answer. And if you were to view music in that light, that's kind of the same thing. Like either you're playing the right notes and the right rhythm and the right bowing or you're not. And sometimes I think, uh, sure, there's a little bit of leeway in terms of we're not perfect human beings, so we are apt to make some mistakes. But Any person who is playing through a piece of music more than once will realize that some things happen because that is just a fluke, it's a one-off. And then there are some things that happen every single time and you need to fix that. So as a beginner, I would definitely ask them, well, let's commit to at least 15 minutes per practice session. And take the piece that you're learning See how many times you can play that within 15 minutes. And you'd be shocked how many times you can play through a song in that span of time. Um, okay, sure. Add in a few scales, which I always encourage and try to teach my students to go through. And then, okay, well, then maybe that's like 10 minutes. How many times can you play through their song? And then the challenge becomes, how can how many times can you play through the song correctly Like It's not enough just to be able to play through from the beginning to the end because we all know that we can go from the beginning to the end and it could sound terrible or we can play from the beginning to the end and it sounds great. Growing up, I will say this, um, there wasn't really necessary uh, time stamp per se, Uh, but with all the music that I had to learn and this sort of stigma of like, okay, I should be able to play through something six times perfectly. I mean, let's, let's put perfectly in air quotes, okay? Because, you know, can't always be perfect every time. But if we say, okay, I have all this music and I had to play through each song or piece of music like six times, you know, sometimes that would take me two hours. Sometimes that would take me four hours. I mean, you have to kind of give yourself a concrete number to get through. It's either going to be a concrete number of time or it's going to be a concrete number of successful run-throughs. And this is with the idea that you should stay focused, that you should be striving for a good run-through through a piece of music. And And that takes focus and concentration, which is pretty hard too. So let's add on to this whole practice idea of if you are practicing more than an hour, that you better be taking a break. Now, this does not mean take a break on your phone and look at social media and all the things that can distract you. This means like, stand up, take a stretch, you know, go grab a drink of water, you know, walk around the room or something, something to break up the routine of you just sitting there with your cello. This refreshes the mind, refreshes the body. It's really important to make sure you take these breaks. So just to keep it kind of on the same level of talking about practicing and what makes a successful practice and how long should you be practicing, ask yourself first, How long is this piece of music? Where are the hard sections in this piece of music? Can I play through these hard sections successfully? Is there a way to break these hard sections down so that I can work through them so that I can play them successfully? All these questions should be part of your practice session and it is something that you should be addressing every day because every practice session could be different. Like, I see students who come into the lessons and then that day, for some reason, they can't find first position. Like, everything is sharp. So I say, okay, well, for today, you have to think of this position a little bit differently. When you are going through your music, just make sure every time you sit down, this doesn't matter if you are a beginner or an advanced player, you need to sit down with a goal of what are you going to accomplish that day. And even for young kids, I know that can seem a little bit like, oh, this is just getting way too serious, but I would challenge them. I would say, okay, well, how about we tried to play through this song seven times and let's make sure five of those seven times are one of the best times you've ever played through. You'd be surprised. I think kids are actually really up for that challenge. If you make it kind of more into a game and less of a chore I think it would come off as just being more fun to do but when too often I hear parents who are like well you should just go practice I mean let's be real here that's that's just sounds so unappealing um I myself when I'm trying to convince myself to practice I'm like oh I have to go practice but what if it's like oh well how about I hear you be able to play through this section successfully six times? Let's hear it. You know, give them that challenge. Give them that little boost. I think the choice of words that you give yourself and give your kids is really important because you have to think, like, if someone was telling you the same thing, how would you approach it? Um, too often, I think we just disregard of how we're approaching practicing Um And I like to think of it more of a fun thing if I can, and that means I have to change my frame of mind as well. So I know I keep straying off the ideal number that people wanna hear of, how much should I be practicing? What is this length of time that I need to be able to master this piece? Well, if you're a beginner, I would say, let's shoot for at least 30 minutes a day. Now, if the song only takes you literally 15 seconds to play through, then either A, play more music or B, have your teacher give you more of a challenge. Um, Something that can fill up your time because if something only takes you 15 seconds to play through, you are gonna get so bored really quickly and you won't want to practice. Or have that list of music that uh, you want to learn. I mentioned this in previous episode is to have a list of like wish list of music that you want to learn and try to convince your teacher or pick up the music yourself if you can um, and see if you can't spend some of that extra time going through some of that. See if some of the skills you are learning translate in, translates into learning that piece of music now if you are more advanced so this means you are playing stuff that is out of first position i guess that's the easiest way for me to to say from the absolute beginners to beyond Um, i would think that you would definitely be playing at least 30 minutes a day if not an hour Um, And maybe that seems a bit extreme, but keep in mind if you are in this advanced stage of playing music, you should also be playing things like scales, hopefully playing things like etudes or playing pieces of music that challenge you. If everything is easy, then you are probably not stretching yourself enough. I feel like there should be a little bit of a challenge because then there is that feeling and that sense of accomplishment when you can play through things and feel successful with that. And not to say that everything needs to be hard because then maybe the music is too hard. I mean, there should be moments where you feel good about what you're playing, so you know, have that fun piece on hand or that easy piece on hand that you can just like play through and feel good about. Uh, Oftentimes I will have students of mine play through past songs as a quote unquote warm up, because I know they can play that and I know that builds up their confidence. And, and then we dive into the new music or the harder music, because then that will prepare them mentally, like, hey, I mastered this thing that I used to think was hard, and here's a new thing that's hard, but I can probably master this as well. Now, if you are trying to be a music major or a professional, I mean you are probably playing some serious pieces of music and probably preparing for recitals and concerts and doing a whole lot of things. And if you cannot commit to a huge chunk of time to practice, um, then perhaps you are going after the wrong thing. And this may seem a little bit harsh to say, but if you are truly trying to succeed, you better be practicing every day. <laughs> I mean, I may say now that sure, there are some days that I don't practice every day, but I do pick up my cello every day to do something or another related with music. Um, I had a famous conductor say once in a class, like, if you don't have music in your life every day, or you're doing something with music, playing, practicing, studying it, then you might as well not be a music major or a musician because that is your life that should be your life that should be your commitment if you cannot do that then that is not a realistic viewpoint that you're going to quote-unquote make it in the world and I know this day and age trying to get into college is just so much harder Um, You have to do all the things and, you know, the SAT scores and the after school things and all the extracurricular things. But ultimately, when it comes to applying to music schools, it comes down to your playing. Sure. I mean, a lot of the undergrad applications, you have to get into the college as well as get into the music school. But it is no secret that if the teacher wants you in the school, in their studio, they will make that happen. (laughs) I mean... So that means you better be practicing. There is no substitute for that. Um, and, and I, I want to emphasize this really extremely because I see so many times, I mean, I'll be honest, even in the music schools themselves, um, people say they're music majors and then you go to the practice room hall and you, you're like, what are they doing? They're just sitting outside talking or like on their phones or um, not actually practicing and you know they get through school that way fine but then life gets real hard real fast because the real world of music requires you to play the music well and you need to train yourself to hold yourself to that higher standard so you need to be practicing that way as well now kids who are, you know, middle school, high school, who are just, you know, I'm just enjoying this to do well, you know, just to enjoy the instrument. And, you know, it's not like I'm going to be a music major, but hey, you know, I'm, I'm just learning the instrument trying to do well. That's a whole different um, perspective on that for me. For me, I'm like, hey, practice your instrument when you can, but let's be real, when it comes to like finals, uh, test weeks, Like, we all know that more time is going to be spent studying than actually practicing. That's fine. Hey, you know, I I tell all my students, if you can at least play a scale every day, you're already in better shape than most people. So I know this is a big range of an answer in terms of how much should you be practicing your instrument? Well, let's review. There's a few questions you should ask yourself. A. How long is this piece of music? And it seems kind of like a silly question, but I mean, it is a valid question in the sense that uh, if the piece is only like a minute long or something, then would you imagine yourself practicing this for an hour? I mean, I don't see myself practicing it for an hour, so it's hard to expect a kid would do the same. Um, so, A, ask yourself, how long is this piece of music? B, what are the hard sections in this piece of music? Are there just one or two? Is there a lot? Is there a little? Three. What else do I need to practice? Is it just this piece? Hopefully not. Hopefully you have other things to practice besides just one piece of music. Hopefully you have skills or etudes or another piece of music. Um, something to kind of vary it up for yourself. Four. What are your goals? So every practice session make sure you are setting a goal for your practice session and this is not something that's just this vague like I need to practice this. (laughs) That's way too vague. More like today I have 30 minutes to practice. I will make sure that five of those is spent on scales and then The other 25 minutes is spent on playing this song at least 12 times, six of those times being successful, or some goal like that. And if you want to write it down, great. If you want to think it through, great. Most people I find who are most successful with their practice sessions is they actually write it down. Now, for the really, really little, little kids, okay, let's be real here. They're not going to sit down and think about their goals and like, how long is this piece of music or anything? Instead, what I would do is have a like cute little practice sheet. And, you know, I I remember this as a kid is like it was just this tiny little sheet of paper. It had seven boxes on it Sunday through Saturday. And it had below uh, just mark down how long you've been practicing, you know, like how many minutes was it. And then at the end of the week, you get like a sticker or, um, you know, like a little treat, (laughs) you know, the, I think the whole perspective of being able to treat yourself, (laughs) it probably spans from when we were little kids, but some way to track it, some way to make it into a game of practicing for little kids is going to make it so much more fun because then they won't see it as like, oh, I need to practice. They're going to be like, oh, I need to get more points today so that, I can uh, do better than other people in this challenge. So hopefully that addressed some questions that uh, you may be having of like how much do I need to practice? and how how much time do I need to set aside for practicing every day? And sure, it's based on your level and your goals and the things that you have to master before your next lesson or before your next uh, playthrough. But uh, let me know if you think differently about practicing, if there are other parameters that I haven't addressed in this one. And I'm sure practicing and talking about practicing will come up again and something I'll probably address in this podcast. But I wanted to just throw out this discussion here and address it because I think it's an important one. And a lot of times people don't talk about it in a concrete way of like how much should I be practicing. So hopefully you found this podcast episode helpful. If you did, I would love for you to go over to Apple Podcasts and uh, rate and review this podcast episode. This totally helps me out and um, helps bring this podcast to other listeners like you. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, on.